Hey there, quick question before we jump into this episode. Do you wish you could easily build your own website, but you get overwhelmed by it all? If that sounds like you, then allow me to introduce Savvy DIY Site. Half course, half gorgeous website templates designed by yours truly to help you DIY your first WordPress site, redesign your existing one, or migrate from another platform to WordPress, even if you're not very techie or you have no idea where to start. Forget spending hours figuring out the basics or feeling stuck with a website that doesn't really represent you. With Savvy DIY Site, you'll build your website with my step-by-step guidance, easy-to-follow video tutorials, and pro-designed templates that make building your site a breeze. Plus, you can customize everything to fit your unique style and brand so your website looks just like you want. Whether you're launching your first site or updating an old one, Savvy DIY Site gives you the tools and confidence to do it yourself and do it well. Join now and start creating a website you're proud to share. Visit SavvyDIYSite.com to learn more and get started building your website today. Hey, TPT sellers, ready to see growth in your business? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Savvy Teacher Seller. I'm Kristen Doyle, and I'm here to give you no-fluff tools and strategies that will really make an impact on your sales. Let's get started, y'all. Hey, y'all. I am back with another episode in our email marketing series, and this one is tackling the issue of having too many lead magnets. Most teacher sellers have more lead magnets than other online business owners, and it can be challenging, even overwhelming at times, to navigate which ones to promote and how often to promote them and how to balance all of these different lead magnets that you might have. In this episode, we're going to dive into some tips to help you manage your lead magnets effectively, prioritize, and then promote them to your audience. Now, if you have listened to practically any email marketing advice out there, you've probably heard that you need to have just one core lead magnet and funnel everyone into your list through that single freebie. In fact, I even encouraged you to choose a primary lead magnet back in an episode of the podcast last fall. But as teacher sellers, we often end up with lots of little tiny freebies. These are things that go along with a specific blog post, or maybe they're a one-page seasonal resource we know our audience will love. And there's no reason we can't have multiple opt-ins. In fact, they can be really effective for growing our lists. But with so many options, it can get really overwhelming when it comes to managing and promoting them effectively. So today I'm sharing a four-step process for managing multiple email opt-ins for your list. Let's dive in. Step one is to evaluate all of your lead magnets to determine which ones are generating the most leads and which ones are not performing as well. So to do that, you'll want to look at stats within your email platform and compare the traffic each one is getting, as well as the conversion rate on your opt-in form. Now, by identifying those most effective lead magnets, you can focus your efforts on promoting those over the ones that don't perform as well. If your lead magnet is converting really well, but it's not getting much traffic, you'll want to promote them more often. 
On the other hand, if it's not converting well, then go ahead and leave them in the blog post that they're in or wherever you have shared them in the past. But don't choose those to spend lots of time and energy on promoting because you already know they're not converting quite as well. And that is okay. Every idea that we have isn't going to be a winner. So it's okay for us to identify that maybe some opt-ins we created just don't perform as well as others. Give yourself permission to just kind of let those go. Leave them where they are, if they, especially if they're helpful to a blog post. But don't spend lots of time and energy on promoting those. Step two is to categorize your opt-ins. So once you've identified the ones that are most effective, categorize them based on two things. Number one, how relevant they are to your target audience. You want your opt-ins to attract the right subscribers who will be really interested in your products and not just any subscribers. Keep in mind, we have to pay for every subscriber on our list with the exception of one email platform at this point. So you want to make sure that you're attracting the right people to sign up for your list who are going to convert into buyers down the road. The second thing to use when you're categorizing your email opt-ins is the specific subjects or topics or maybe even seasons that fall within your primary focus for your store and your blog. So for example, if your primary focus is teaching ELA, you might group your lead magnets by which ones are related to reading, which ones are writing, which ones are grammar, and so on. This will help you to spread out the different topics you're promoting and promote your lead magnets more effectively to your audience. Number three is to prioritize your lead magnets. While you might have several lead magnets that perform well, My recommendation is to choose two lead magnets to promote at a time, a primary lead magnet and a seasonal lead magnet. This will help avoid overwhelming your audience with too many options, and it can help you focus those lead magnets that you're sharing on social media or that you might be running ads to. Now, the primary lead magnet should be one that's applicable kind of year round or close to year round anyway. It should tie in very closely to the main focus of your store or your blog. And it's really important that your primary lead magnet doesn't appeal to teachers who are not in your target audience. There's lots of details about that in episode 21 of the podcast. If you want to go back and listen to that one, I talk about why you don't want to make your primary lead magnet appeal to every teacher and how to kind of narrow down to the right teachers for your list. You might use this primary lead magnet all year long, or maybe you rotate between two throughout the year. Now, when choosing your seasonal lead magnet, these will be more specific and you'll want to consider holidays, patterns in when certain topics are generally being taught, and any current teaching trends that you want to jump onto. You'll likely want to switch up your seasonal focus at least quarterly, if not monthly. Step number four is to schedule your promos. So once you have a clear picture of which lead magnets are most effective and relevant, and you've chosen your primary and seasonal lead magnets, create a schedule for when you'll promote each one throughout the year that balances between the different lead magnets. Now, this does not have to be anything fancy. Just a simple Google sheet, or you can add an 
table in Airtable, a list in ClickUp, whatever you're already using to kind of organize and plan out your content will work. This schedule will help you rotate through your lead magnets at the right time of year. It will also help you avoid promoting the same lead magnet too often, and it will help make sure each of your opt-ins is getting the attention that it deserves so that they all have the opportunity to help build up your list. Now, teaching, of course, is a very seasonal niche, so make sure you're thinking about what topics teachers will be covering at different times of the year, along with any relevant seasonal or holiday-type lead magnets that you might have. If we go back to our ELA niche example, if you have a really great poetry lead magnet, then you should be promoting that at the end of March and into April because April is National Poetry Month. And then you might shift gears end of April into May and start promoting things that are better for the end of the school year or for spring. Finally, keep in mind that these plans are not permanent. Just like everything else in your business, it is okay to test things and then change. Keep testing and adjusting your lead magnets to improve them over time as you gather more data. You want to look at your opt-in data regularly experiment with different messaging or change up the visuals from time to time to keep them performing well and looking fresh. Now your action step for today is to evaluate your current lead magnets to determine which ones are generating the most leads and which ones need improvement. Then use that data to categorize and prioritize your lead magnets and create a promo schedule to balance which ones you're promoting throughout the year. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a fellow teacher seller who might also benefit from these tips. Like our students say, sharing is caring, and it helps us to grow our community of savvy teacher sellers. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share it with another teacher seller who would also find it helpful. For more resources on growing your TPT business, head to kristendoyle.co forward slash TPT. Talk to you soon.